Peace and love. I'm back once again. It's Will Williams, and this is your next episode of Talk With Your Barber. So, it's been a pretty interesting week in the barbershop. Uh, as usual, I've had some very good conversations. Um, I've also had the opportunity to deliver some excellent haircuts. Uh, I'm always just so appreciative and just thankful for uh, those re- with. Uh, we also have a new product line we are slowly introducing into the barbershop. It's by Uppercut Deluxe. Uh, now, initially, I wasn't a big fan of Uppercut products uh, until I started actually using them. Um, they have some really good pomades, uh, definitely a higher quality um, than something like Axe or even Burt's. Uh, you, you know the stuff that you, you, you find at Walmart, but, you know, I'm not walking, knocking Walmart or even Axe, but some hair products just seem to get the job done with minimum effort. Okay. Uh, this is what I find with the Uppercut Deluxe products. Uh, I'm already a big fan of the Featherweight and the Easy Hold pomades as they give you a good hold without the stiffness. Uh, so I know a lot of my guys are, are not big in using a lot of products, uh, mainly because the, the stuff just gets too messy. And, and, and sometimes it's just really hard to wash out. Uh, but for my guys who, who like to rock the hard part, uh, the pompadour or even the slick back, um, your, your uppercut deluxe pomades are perfect for those hairstyles. Uh, not to mention our Maverick dry paste dust just as well. So, on to some special guests tonight on the show. One of my favorite clients, uh, Mr. Foster Green. Foster, what's up, man? Hey, Will. <laughs> really appreciate you having me on, man. I'm really excited. Awesome. Awesome. You know, Foster, you know, we always have some great conversation, you know, whenever you come in to get your hair cut, man. And it is always just a pleasure just to help you look and feel your best, man. And I, I, I got to admit, man, Foster, I'm jealous, man. You got that good hair, man. You know, you got, got the blonde <laughs> stuff going, the blonde hair, with the blonde beard and everything. Oh, uh, stop. <laughs> You know, you know, but Foster, the reason I asked you to come on this podcast is because, you know, you have a good understanding of the the spiritual world, man. Um, you know, I myself as well, uh, these last several years, you know, I've been exploring the spiritual path in hopes right. of sort of uh, curing uh, or, or I guess trying to find a cure for, for negativity. <laughs> Right. <laughs> or at least, it's everywhere. Yeah. Or or at least to, to just to sort of develop more self-awareness, you know, right. and, and not to knock like going to church. Um, I think going to church is great if you you, you, you need that discipline and, and just, mm-hmm. you know, and just developing some sort of relationship with God. But I think more importantly, um, the relationship with God, it, it starts at home. Um, you know, um, and, and that's where, you know, I've been able to kind of sort of experiment with, uh, metaphysics and, um, just the spiritual path in itself and just combining that with religion and just, um, of course, fitness and, and, and other good habits that help me to, you know, balance out. 
Right. You know, and just, you know, develop more, more self-control, um, especially with myself, with being a, a, a you know, ex-combat wounded veteran and, and dealing mm-hmm. with PTSD and, you know, all those things, up the ups and downs of, uh, of that and how that goes and just being able to find a more holistic way of living and healing. So, Foster, um, I'm, I'm just going to go through um, some of these questions here, man, that I have for you. Um, okay. cause like, cause we, cause we, you know, we, we, we got into meditation. Right. You know, and I feel like <laughs> people don't really understand the, the, the benefit of meditation and, 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 and what it is. And, and I think a lot of it, because, you know, you, you, you know, in the barbershop, you have your, your, your guys, a lot of guys that people deal with things differently. Uh, people, mm-hmm. or should I say people cope with things uh, differently, but um, I have found meditation, you know, um, since I've been on the spiritual path to be um, very beneficial in helping me to slow down. Um, I right. think, I think that's one of, you know, one of my issues. I tend to kind of be anxious at times and want to get things done in a hurry. And, and sometimes when you, things are just moving too fast, you, you miss so much. <laughs> absolutely including your insanity <laughs> yeah. yeah it's crazy well you know um when when you look at meditation it's it's almost like people are are not afraid of it but they have this weird perception of it you know yeah. you think of the buddha guy who's yeah. full, legs crossed yeah. he's got the two hands up <laughs> and he's zinned out but in reality will it's not like that at all right right you could right. just use five, ten minutes there. And it's, you know, like like you were talking about, it's, it's almost like with your sanity, it's like your mind is right. like this tornado, right. this tornado of thoughts. Right. Right. right, right, right. And then once you, what meditation helps you do is, is step outside this tornado, look at the tornado and say, right. wow, that's going on in my mind? Exactly. I got to control that. <laughs> you know, I remember... Um... I, it probably was maybe about four or five years ago. And, you know, I was, you know, just kind of, I just moved to Atlanta and I was talking to this guy in the barbershop and this older guy. And he invited me to come to uh, one of these, one of his events um, at the Spiritual Living Center of Atlanta. I don't know if you're familiar with um, the Spiritual Living Center of Atlanta. Um, I'm not, I'm not. But yeah, they they have several uh, facilities around the Atlanta area, and they really get into um, the you know meditation um, and, and just oneness, and, they, and and that was like my introduction into the spiritual world or the spiritual path, and, and that was where I was really first introduced to meditation. Okay, so I didn't know I had I had no clue what meditation was like. What, how do you right. do? Like, what is it? What yeah, am I what doing? <laughs> <laughs> totally. So I went to to one the first event, and you know it was on like a Saturday night, and um, it was like it was a group of people. I think we were at someone's home, and we were doing the um, uh, uh, oneness blessing or oneness meditation. And, you know, I'll, I'll go in, there's this dark room, there's like candles and like incense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, but, but, but me, I, I guess I'm so 
uh, I can, you know, you can feel energy when you walk in the room. And that's what the first thing I felt when I walked. Right. It, it, the energy was very right. positive. And so, um, you know, I actually felt, you know, I felt good. But when we started going into the meditation and it was a guided meditation. And so for anybody that is looking to get into meditation, I highly recommend that you um, either get on YouTube or join a guided meditation group. Um, if you're, if you're looking to get into meditation, because guided meditations will help guide you into, um, meditating, um, versus just going somewhere and sitting and closing your eyes and trying to figure out something. <laughs> right. And I agree right now. Will it's funny. You even bring up the guided portion of it is, is there's plenty of apps out there. In fact, there's one right now. It's called the, uh, waking up app with Sam Harris and yeah. And this man walks you through a 50-day guided meditation. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can go forward. But he really walks you through it. And that's actually how I started. I started with a whole nother app. With the app. Okay. And, and I was just, you know, I had I got a new job. I started getting locked jaw. And I work out all the time. Right. So I'm thinking, why am I stressing out? Right. What's going on? And I, my boss at the time said, you should check this app out do this meditation so i was like oh i thought it was just like you know a breathing exercise right right so i start getting into it and when i tell you it's like peeling back the onion yeah on your thoughts yeah. and, and on your in your physical body yeah. it it completely changed the way i think how i look at things it changed yeah. my perceptions it just gave me an overall relaxing vibe and i actually did one of the meditations right before we came on this podcast so right I am geared there up you go. and ready to go. Yes, you got some of that good old divine energy going flowing through you. That's what that is, there, Foster. <laughs> a little positivity, a little positivity, you know. And <laughs> but that's that's what meditation does. It it helps you access um, the energy that that you need. Um, and because I think that everything is energy. And, and I remember, you know, after that first guided meditation group, I remember leaving the group just. You know, I, I was very uplifted. Uh, I felt energized. I was, I was just so happy. I was just happy. You know, I was, I was, right. you know it was just, just like, wow. Good. I was just feeling good, man. You know, and it was just like, wow, this is, this is where I like to be. Um, it, how can I get more of this? How can I just be like this all the time? <laughs> exactly. It's almost like, it's almost like your mind is being bombarded 24 7 every second of the day yeah. and it's not only being bombarded with negative thoughts but it's being bombarded with positive thoughts yeah. it's being bombarded with any thoughts you can think of and what meditation does is let you sift through those negative thoughts yeah. see them for what they are and focus on the positive thoughts that's it. and that's what's so great about it that, that's it that's it you know and like i said and, and, and for and for a lot of us you know you know, it really helps you to slow down and be present. You know, I think that's one of one of the biggest yes. issues uh, with depression and anxiety. You know, depression causes us to mentally live in the past, you know, or to right. mentally or spiritually live in the past. And of course, anxiety it 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 it's, it causes us to 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 mentally and or spiritually live in the future or to to live in this place of fear where we're anticipating something negative right and you know and, and where peace and happiness and joy and light everything is it's really in the now in the present 
you know, and, right. and, and so, and once, uh, you know, and once I was able to understand that, you know, and of course, focusing on your breathing, you know, when you, when you learn to, and that's what meditation, that's another thing that meditation does. It, it helps you to turn inward into yourself. Okay. And, yeah. and you start to pay more attention to what's going on in your body. And you, and once you have that awareness of what's going on, you can have more control of your thoughts. You can control your breathing. Your breathing alone, you know, just learning how to breathe, you know, that that can affect your thoughts and in, in, in your your overall well being. You know, some of it's us crazy. are not even breathing properly, and and, it, and it's causing us to have this anxiety, you know, and, and and you know depression, you know, and you have, and that's what meditation is, it did for me. It it helped me to develop more awareness of my of my body, of of you know my breath, and 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 that led me to control my thoughts. Now it's like it brought you to the present, right? Right. right. It brought you straight to the present, right. so you could actually stop thinking about the past, yeah, and you could see it for what it is, yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny. One of the first times I meditated, I realized after doing the breathing exercises, my whole forehead relaxed. I had been yeah. tensing my forehead. Yeah. I, I don't know how, for how long. Right. I, maybe weeks, you know, right. and it's just like, I didn't even know it. Right. And that's 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 that negativity. That Those are, you know, right. you know, and, Tense. And, and, and you don't even a lot of times you're not even aware that your forehead is pinched. No, <laughs> and it's just like once it once that awareness comes over, and it's like, oh man, what? You, you, all of a sudden, that? You, yeah, all was of, I doing that? Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, you're relaxed <laughs> now. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like let me just relax. And... <laughs> it's crazy, and yeah. and it's like, it's like you know, the only thing you can control in this life, will is your thoughts. That's it. Bottom line, yeah. you can't control yeah. anything yeah. else in yeah. this world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, and that's what I've, and that's what my journey has been all about. And, you know, learning how to get more self-awareness, more self-control, um, just getting knowledge and gaining wisdom, of course. Uh, but, you know, I've, I've heard the term probably about 10 years ago. Well, I heard not the term, but the phrase uh, my, my barber teacher told me, she said, well, you know, if you can change your thoughts, then you can change your life. Um, um, and, and 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 back then, I'm like, how do I change my thoughts? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. how how you know? And it's just it 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 takes as 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 we say, you know, change your thoughts, change your life. It definitely takes practice right. and being and I, But the first step is is learning to be aware of your thoughts. Right. Okay. Take that step. You know, and just and, and being aware of yourself and where you are mentally um, and spiritually. And, and once you have that awareness, then you can start choosing your thoughts, you know, more wisely and being and being more careful. And because because what I learned with meditation is that every thought has a vibrational frequency that goes along with it. OK. Right. And, and so. What, when you're dwelling on these negative thoughts for for no apparent no apparent reason, you know that's affecting your vibe. You know that's a, that's affecting your vibration. That's why sometimes you can be next to somebody and you not even say anything, but you just feel 
a certain vibe coming off, of. and that's because right. their thoughts are and right. It's, it's that tenseness, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's that that yeah. tenseness that's flowing through. It, it's it's almost like, well, it is like as humans, we were all babies at one yeah. point, right? Yeah. And we learned all of these things. We learned yeah. how to walk, yeah. talk, act, move a different way. Yeah. We learned how to scrunch our forehead yeah. up. And what the meditation helps you do is see, why am I doing this? Right. When did this start? Right. And why am I letting it control me? Exactly. Exactly. And when you got that awareness, like I said, I've, I've learned you can have more control and not just let your mind be all over the place. Right. <laughs> Tornado. Yeah, but, going everywhere. Okay. So, but, and so, you know, so that's, that's what the spiritual path has been for me, just learning how to increase that awareness and learning how to meditate. Uh, but, but the foster, um, I know you're, you're, you're pretty religious guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so my, my, my next question or my first question <laughs> uh, <laughs> is foster. What is religion? And, 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 you know, and I'm, and I'm just speaking to my, my listeners out here, out there that right. may not be into church or, 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 or anybody that's out there who, you know, just don't have a solid idea of what religion is. So I'm asking right. you, Foster, like, what is, what is religion in, in your okay. terms? In my terms, you know, and I was loving the questions, thinking about this question, you know, what is religion? Right. I was like, I've never really thought about it this way, but, but certain words popped into my head. And, and some of those words were faith, having faith in something, having a path, something that's structured, a foundation or a framework. I, I really think religion just, it shows you how to get to your peace. It gives you that roadmap mm -hmm. to, to find that spirituality inside yourself. Mm -hmm. And I want to preface this as I am a Christian, but I'm a big fan of any religion. Any religion, I think, has positive vibes to it. Mm -hmm. I think people have maybe taken negatives from it, for sure. And I mm -hmm. think humankind has maybe done their own spin on it. Mm -hmm. But regardless, I think religion gives you that framework. It helps separate your physical and negative wants and thoughts. Mm -hmm. It shows you what's good and bad. And it helps you just keep on trucking in this life. It gives you that faith to go to the next day and the next day. Mm -hmm. And then finally, Will, religion gives you that community and that structure to prop you up. Because mm -hmm. some people, you know, by myself, I'm a people's person, Will. I, by myself, it's tough. Right. Well, I know I have my community around me, my brothers and sisters around me. Mm -hmm. I'm good, mm -hmm. right? I can look forward. I have someone that's there for me, and I'm going to be there for someone else. Right, right. And I really am a big fan of any, I mean, if, if you're religious, great. If not, look into it. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of positives coming from mm -hmm. it because I know how we were talking about earlier, that feeling. Like, you know how you just, you feel the vibe, you right, feel right, the energy. Right. I feel that way with, with my faith. Mm -hmm. I'm personally, truly, feel like there's something out there i truly believe god's real mm -hmm. i truly believe these things mm -hmm. and i really think it has helped benefit my life and helped me stay on a clear and focused path there awesome this podcast show during uh, <laughs> holy week 
<laughs> oh yeah, it's about to be a long one. We're gonna do it, we're gonna do it big. Because yeah, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you like this. I mean, I have grew up in the church um, from a kid, and um, you know, so I'm definitely a follower of Jesus Christ. And Absolutely. you know, that's that's what religion is to me, um, following uh, Jesus Christ and, and and you know his life and what what he did of course none of us are, will ever be like jesus he was just the, per, the perfect example um of what we should be um and, and and he did lay the foundation in in the framework in the faith and so we we have that 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 guidance through through him and so that's what religion has always been to me following jesus christ or, or following right. whoever is your higher prophet or, or um, higher source, following that, um, that's what religion has been for me. Um, but of course, you know, um, I, I sort of lost my religion a little bit um, as I left my mother's house and I went to fight in the war in Iraq in 2003. Um, I graduated high school, you know, and I went from being this singing choir boy to being this the freedom fighter, you know. Right. And of course, you know, th- when I was in Iraq, I didn't have a church that I could, I didn't have the church community surrounding me anymore um, that I could. And so I had to really rely on what I learned um, through my religion and, 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 and through my my personal relationship with God and prayer. Um, but once I went into the combat zone, you know, my my religious walk with God got weaker, you know, and it, it was it became lessened. Um and, and, and because I, I I began to turn more to the worldly things and and, and just being a survivor and just being in a foreign land and, and you know my environment completely changed. And right. so, and so that's, but my walk, I feel like my walk with God was, I, I still prayed and of course, you know, but the, the religious influence definitely uh, went away. And, you know, and, and so after I returned home from the war in Iraq, I was a lost soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I just and, and that's what happens for a lot of us who return, you know, veterans or you know who return home from war. You know, we we become lost souls because we become so disconnected um, from you know ourselves from, from our souls. And, and, right. and so returning home for me was definitely a struggle to to really find myself. And, you know, I started going to all these different, um, you know, I started investigating a lot because when I came back, I didn't just go uh, back to the Baptist church that I came from. Um, I came mm-hmm. back, I came back and, you know, so I, I definitely I had developed some negative habits and things like that. And so that was keeping me from really going straight back to church when I came back home. And, yeah. and so I had to go through you know, the ups and downs and, and before I finally decided to, you know, really go back to church. And so I started going back to church and, you know, I just, I still didn't feel very comfortable um, 
in in a in a religious or a religious or church environment. I just you know sometimes when you go, when you've been out of the church for so long, you go back. Sometimes you just you just feel so bad. <laughs> right, right. You just, You've changed, you just, but it has you kind of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You you feel like you just you just feel so unclean, and you're around all these good people and everything. You know, it's, well, it's, well, I get it. And you, you were Baptist. I grew up Baptist. It's a whole, look, yeah. that's a whole different vibe. Yeah, yeah. And so that that I had definitely a rough time, like entering back into the church, um, and and then still. Um, trying to find myself and also heal from, you know, PTSD. Um, and, right. and so, you know, I had to really go and actually get professional help and see like a psychiatrist and we experimented with the, with the, uh, the medicines. And of course the talk therapy is what really um, helped me get back on a, a normal road to healing. And, but once I started, once I entered the um, the the therapy, the talk therapy group, um, that was where I was kind of uh, I opened myself up, and you know, talking with the therapist every week, um, you know, I opened myself up to some uh, alternative ways of healing, and that's when I started to do some research on like um, uh, meditation and just uh, metaphysics and uh, just uh, like. A, more of a holistic way of healing um, because I was trying out these different churches and I just, you know, I was, you know, I even became a Mormon. I joined the Mormon church for a little while and I uh, was doing that. And I was only 25 and, you know, I started, I was in the priesthood, but I felt like it was, it was a lot of responsibility that I wasn't, and I wasn't mature enough to, to really uphold those, you know, uh, uh, um, I guess uphold that way of living and, and being a, a, a religious leader in a church. That was, it was just, right. it was just a lot of responsibility for me at 25 right. years old. And I still was lost trying to find myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, right. so I stepped down from that and, and I, and I just started getting more, more into the spiritual path um, in the spiritual walk. Um, and so that leads me to, and of course we've been we've been touching on this the spiritual path quite a bit, but um, my next question for you, Foster, is what is the spiritual path? So I really think this is another question. I was like, dang, I've never thought this one through. This is this is thought provoking. <laughs> so when I, was, when I was thinking this through. You know, Will's out here t- asking the tough questions. <laughs> As I was thinking this through, um, again, some things popped to mind, and I'm like, okay, well, what's the spiritual path? And I really think it's it's finding your balance between flesh and the spirit. And what I mean by that, I mean your physical world and your mental world, and just really understanding what that is, what the difference between those two are, how they play on each other, and understanding that that can give you peace. You can have peace by understanding your physical life and your mental life and how they talk to each other. Right. And, you know, understanding that you are not your emotions. Right. You're just not. Right. Those are learned thoughts. You are not your emotions. Your mind doesn't control you or your spirit. And when I'm thinking about the spiritual path, I'm thinking one thing I always go to, and I just believe this wholeheartedly, I really think everybody is connected in this world in one way or another. Right. 
And I think we are just all kind of bonded together. And I feel like that connection, the really only thing when you, when you look at spirit, the spirit is love. Right. And, and that's, that's all we're here to do mm-hmm. is to love, love everyone around you. And, and if you're not doing that, then you're doing something wrong or you're going to get that negativity in because that's what we're here to do. We're here to love. Right, right, right. So, so how do you have, like, explain to, can you explain, like, the, the correlation between the, the mind, the body and the spirit and how that is, you know, how that works, you know, because a lot of times people think that, you know, your, your, your mind controls your spirit. And, and, and really, and really okay. I, I believe that it's your spirit that controls the mind and then it's the mind that controls the body. Right. I'll give you my, my religious spin on it okay. and how I kind of look at the difference between your flesh and your spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and the way I kind of break that down is I'll give you kind of an example. I, I work better in examples. So, you like food, right? And if you want to eat food, great, eat food. But if you eat a bunch of food or you eat tons of bad food, you might get unhealthy. Right. And then you might get sick and you might die. Mm-hmm. So the difference between the flesh and the spirit, the spirit's telling you not to do certain things, right? Right. It, it, you shouldn't be glutton. You shouldn't overdo things. You need to find that balance because if you don't find that balance, you will get hurt. If you go less, you'll die from famine. Say you don't it, eat anything, say you'll it. starve, and you'll die. But if That's you it. eat everything, you're going to die. So That's either it. way, you're going to die unless you find that balance and that peace. And that's mm-hmm. really what I think is the balance between the balancing act between the mind and, and the flesh there and, and really just understanding what your spirit is telling you to do, because I truly believe everyone's spirit's good, but this fleshly world gives us temptations yes. to fall for. And that's I think it. that's kind of the axis there of, of the crux yeah. as yeah. well to yeah. humankind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's exactly what I, I wanted to hear. Foster. Awesome. Awesome. So um, why Foster, why is it important for people to understand spirituality as well as religion? So I think they're both kind of connected. I think I, I, I want to preface this and say, I think you can be very spiritual and not follow religion. I'm, I'm not here. I don't think it was my calling to go over here and convert every single person to Christianity. I think my calling was to love people and make someone's life better. And, and to show them what peace I've gotten. So I want to preface that I don't think you have to follow religion, but I think religion is the perfect framework or the bridge to that spirituality. I really think religion just gives you the tools and the community to figure out your own mind and your own spirituality. That's so it. I think that's why it's super important to connect those two because one just gives you an easy path. Like I said, you can do it without it, but I think it's you'll be lost or it's very hard. And I think that's why I was blessed to grow up in a religious family or even because like you, I, I kind of fell out of the religious thing. And I started my walk with Jesus Christ pretty recent, about a year and a half ago. 
where right. I truly owned it and believed it. And I truly see where those two have helped or that has helped me in my meditation walk as well and understanding myself. That's it. That's it, Foster. You got it, man. So, so, so Foster, before, you know, we're going to, we're going to kind of slowly wrap this thing up because I, I got a couple more uh, points that, you know, we, I want to make. Um, but I, I, I believe that, you know, in life there are, you know, two important things that we, we really um, need to have a good understanding of in order to have success in anything, whether it's religion, whether it's spirituality, uh, whether it's career. Um, and, and that, that first thing that we need to have a good understanding of is, 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 is confidence. You know, right. um, I think that that's been something that in my, in my life, that I've had to kind of wrestle with. Um, it's, it's just have, developing that confidence in whatever I'm choosing to do in order to get the most out of it. So, so my question to you is, Foster, what is, what is confidence? I think confidence is faith in yourself and being able to approach an unknown situation. Um, and, and I really think confidence is overcoming suffering or the idea of suffering because i feel like especially in this day and age right we are comfortable 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 Mm -hmm. we don't want to move we don't want to do this we don't want to do that suffering is key to this world if if you suffer good will come because you will learn from the suffering you will take something from the suffering and i really believe this too shall pass that's it and i take that with everything i do is Anything I encounter, I know I can do it. I know I can take it on. And I might be scared. I might be afraid. But if I overcome the suffering or this pain, I will come out on the better side. I will have that peace and I will accomplish something. Because how are we going to know if something's good if we don't experience the bad? That's it. That is it. That is it, Foster. That's awesome, man. Um, and And so my final thing I want to talk about foster here is fear you know right um you know fear it it can plague us all you know um but what i've learned about fear is that you you have to know what it is okay you really have to know what it is because a lot of times you know we 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 get so caught up and it's like you don't even know that you're afraid of something (laughs) exactly you don't don't even know that you don't even realize that those thoughts that you're having or those negative thoughts that you may be having are stemming from fear right and i believe that when we have understanding of what fear is we can face it um and and it, it we can lessen it enough to have that courage to 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 do the thing that we want to do or to go after the thing that we really want to go after you know i I, i've been places in my life where i have um you know let fear paralyze me you know and it and it wasn't until after i came back from the war in iraq when i was in iraq when i was in combat i didn't have any fear because i just I disconnected from it so much. You just didn't feel it, you know? And once I came back, I'm reconnecting with myself and my emotions. I allow myself to feel these fearful 
um, emotions and they became so overwhelming that, you know, it, it would just paralyze me to the point where I wouldn't go out, hang out or, you know, uh, or, I, or if I did go in, around social, um, you know, events around a bunch of people, I needed to be dr- drinking or under some sort of influence to not have the fear take over, you know? Right. And like I said, it's just, I feel like, you know, when we, when we know what, what fear is and, and where that stems from, um, we can we can have more control over it, and like I said, have that courage. But my thing, to, but my thing to you is, you know, Foster, what what is fear in in your terms? All right, well, I'll give you two answers. I'll give you the scientific reason, and I'll give you the religious reason on my end. So right. I'll start with the scientific. I think scientific is going to be fight or flight, right? We have some learned experiences through our DNA mm-hmm. as we evolved, as we came through. This is what shows you fear, right? But we are, we are gifted with consciousness. And so that's something that can be overcome. We are not like your dog where when it gets scared, its only reaction is to run. Um, we can overcome those things. And then on my religious standpoint of it, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. If you believe in the good news, he came here and fear is Satan. And Jesus has, Jesus Christ has already defeated Satan by dying on that cross for us. So we have already won. So we don't have to fear fear anymore. That's it. So that's my kind of two tidbits there on fear. That is just awesome, awesome, awesome. See, see, Foster, I knew you was going to come with that fire, man. I knew you was going to bring that fire. <laughs> <I'm> excited. <laughs> that's why I Ready. bring you on the show, man. That is awesome. And it's just, it's, it's so ironic that, you know, we, you know, we have been pushing the show back for, for several weeks now. And it's so ironic that we ended up doing it during this, this week. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> and I, I just, I just kind of figured it out, man. But I really want to thank you, you know, once again for coming on the podcast and just sharing with people your insights and just enlighten you know, lightening us with your with your wisdom, man, and, and just your your personal experience um, from um, your spiritual path and then your religious walk with God. I know that um, I know the last time we were we we talked, we were in the in the shop, and you you brought your girlfriend with you, right. and and I want you to kind of share, you know. Um, you know, with my listeners or just, you know, let's, you know, with, with me, um, what happened um, in that situation? Because from what I can remember, um, she was going through some things and um, you, you, you perform some sort of healing uh, on, on her. And, and so I want you to, to, to kind of go back over that again, of what that experience and, and what that was like. Okay. Well, to kind of start off, uh, my, my fiance now is uh, she had a sickness where she couldn't stop vomiting. Mm-hmm. So she just would continuously vomit and vomit. And when I say continuously, I'm talking two months, three months of vomiting yeah. and in the hospital for, for that kind of period of time. And, and I spent some nights up there with her. And, and when you're seeing someone you love, go through so much pain it's tough like you're looking for anything i think i've never been more glued to my bible and prayer because the doctors didn't know what it was 
They didn't know how to diagnose it. They really didn't know how to fix it besides saying, let's just wait it out. Right. Because it's happened before and it goes with time. But about the third time you're in the hospital watching her go through this pain. Right. You're like, wow, I don't know. So I'm blessed with her and, and, and she has an amazing sister who, who showed me this video and it was, it was about healings. Right. And, right. And, and, you know, what the basis premise of healings is, is, you know, Jesus Christ left this earth and he was the only one to perform miracles, but he left us his spirit right. and gave us the power to perform those. Right. And so I, I watched this video and I'm all about the good vibes, like, you know, and I'm all about the positive energy and I just felt it. And when I'm watching this video, I'm feeling, you know, hair stand up on my arm and I'm like, that's it, I gotta that's try it. this, you know, that's it. I gotta try this. Why not? I mean, if the doctors don't know what it is, like it, there's no medicines that are really helping. She's just getting sedated over and over and over again. Why not like try this out? And I'm in the hospital that night and, and she's vomiting, and vomiting, and vomiting, and vomiting. And, and it goes on for hours and hours. And I've said, you know what? So I put my hands on her and I commanded the, the evil spirit inside of her, the, the pain, the sickness that she had. I commanded it out by Jesus Christ's name, by his stripes. She is healed. But he died on the cross for us to heal Amen. us from our sins. She is healed. I commanded that out of her. And when I tell you she went to sleep instantly, she went to sleep instantly. I've never experienced anything like that ever in my entire life. I can't wow. explain it. I'm not going to try to explain it. I just know we're blessed. There is a God. He's here. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ died on the cross for us. I'm a believer. It healed her. She is healed. She hasn't thrown up. Yeah. And and after that healing, she still kind of had some vomiting, but that was the upturn. That was the upturn. Her father did the same thing a few days later. And when I tell you she hasn't vomited in over two months, and she's back to her normal weight, and we're past this. Oh my we're god! Past it. So, so I, you know, I just gotta praise God there and, and just say, Oh my god! Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. You know, and I, and when you first told me that when you shared and you shared that story, I mean, I got chill bumps, man, because I was like, wow, just you feel know, it. that was truly a miracle. And, you know, through that divine energy and, and just using your divine authority, man, and, and commanding, um, you know, that spirit to lead. And, and that that's that's powerful. It's, that, that I mean, was, going back to that religious thing, man, it's. The, the 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 only reason why I have stuck through religion and, and, and you know, just, just stuck through it is the feeling that I get from it. I know it's right. like he's right. talking to me. He right. gives me right. signs anytime I need help. Somehow something happens or I read something or or a Bible page flips to a certain page. It lands on the perfect verse for my situation or right. I go to a church service and they talk over the exact same situation I'm having now or just praying and just feeling just an overall peace. There is something right, right. to it. Right. There's right. something that's, to it. Right, man. That's that divine favor, man, that we, we have to ask for it and, and command it, man, and it comes over us. That Holy Spirit, man, is is powerful. It's real. Um, and <laughs> it, it is, man. And so I want to thank you once again, Foster, for just, you know, bringing that spirit, man, and, and bringing that fire tonight on the show. I really, really appreciate it. Um, and I definitely will see you uh, <laughs> in the barbershop, hopefully, oh, yeah, in a couple I'm of weeks or <laughs> whatever it's your time to get your cut again, man. I will definitely <laughs> look forward to 
uh, uh, seeing you again, man, and having some more good conversation, man. Absolutely, but, Ron. I really want to appreciate. I really appreciate you for having me on, and, and thank you so much. And, and everyone listening, if you're having a bad hair day, you need to get lined up. Come see my man Will. He will do you right. Yes. I promise you that. Yes, 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 yes. Well, on that note, on that note, that wraps up the show for this evening. And so I want to wish everybody peace and love, peace and love as you go as we move forward into the week. With that being said, until next time.